Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Brother Phil. I am coming to y'all today on this sunny day, uh, May 23rd, 2022. I'd like to welcome y'all to the show. Um, First of all, I want to start to um, talk about the Middle East and the coming war that might that's going to happen this summer between Israel and its immediate neighbors. Now, we know that uh, Israel is going to, they, they are practicing bombing Iran. So this by itself should give you um, shivers that we can possibly be we'll watching a Middle Eastern war by the summer of this year. Now, uh, Iran is uh, has a lot of proxies, meaning Hamas and Hezbollah. And um, we have to keep our eye on the war that will be between Israel's uh, immediate neighbors, which is those who are in the circle Israel, right next to Israel. Because you remember, these countries did not show up in Ezekiel 38 and 39. So therefore, we can assume, and I don't like to do assuming, but we can assume that Israel took these countries out and enlarged their territory. Because in Ezekiel 38 and 39, Israel is at at is living safely, and some people say peacefully, peacefully. But in Ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine, I do not see the word peace. They living safely means it's an artificial safety um, that uh, that was brought about by their defeat of their immediate neighbors. 
Now, I I believe a lot of this stuff that I, as I watch Bible prophecy come off the pages of the Bible is completely, completely amazing to me because it's it's blunt. It's right off the page. It's right. It's like it's like you know, like if you watch a few of my videos uh, on YouTube or um, if you. Uh, listen to a few of my blog talk radio shows, you know that I believe that Ezekiel 38 and 39 will be somewhere around the rapture at the same time. And you will know that I believe that countries that are around Israel will have to be eliminated before Ezekiel 39 takes place. And, 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 and you know that Israel has to be living in some form of an artificial peace or artificial safety it says without walls or gates. So I'm doing this program today to make you alarm that, uh, make you alert that there's going to be war in the Middle East. That by the summertime we will be in World War Three as a world, and I believe that the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ will take place. Well, anyway, Joseph Biden is supposed to be uh, going to the Middle East in the not too distant future to divide Jerusalem up. Um, do I believe that this is going to happen? Yes, I do believe that some some way, somehow, America would not be in Bible prophecy and America is not in Bible prophecy because they decided to divide Jerusalem. Now, you can't, on this one, as many mistakes as the Biden administration made, you can't blame them because Israel... Um, because um, Donald Trump and his son-in-law was even thinking about dividing Jerusalem. Even George Bush was thinking about it, but it just wasn't the right timing for that to happen. So you can probably understand. Um, and, and, and technically, I would be a happy guy if I was Donald Trump because I didn't have to divide Jerusalem. <laughs> I didn't have, or George Bush, I didn't have to. I didn't have to divide Jerusalem. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Biden's going to do it for me. Now, did you hear Biden this morning when he said that he was going to, uh, I guess he stepped off cue or stepped off uh, script, and he said, and they asked him a question, will you defend Taiwan if China tries to take them away? And he, his answer to the question was, yes, I will defend Taiwan. Now, wow, you're going to defend Taiwan. Now you're getting us into a worse position. Now he's not only is are we uh, promising to help uh, you, uh, Ukraine, which Poland Poland uh, military has already went in there, and they already have two uh, b- battalions in there. <laughs> There's a lot of people. So Russia's already said, first of all. You countries that are around us do not join NATO or we will respond. And then he says, uh, do not get in a war. Do not fight. If, I, if, if, if these countries come in uh, and they're backed by NATO, I'm going to, and these countries come in, like Poland or whatever, I'm going to declare them as a satellite of NATO and they're coming in to attack us. And um, this is crazy, folks, because we are—we seem to be in the very end of the age. We're very much close to 
Christ returns, who Jesus returns. This is what he said in Matthew uh, 24, this verses 1 through 7. It should be wars and rumors of wars. I put a, a meme on Facebook saying that uh, this is probably, um, you know, this you got the wars, you got the wars and rumors of wars. You have the famine and the pestilence, but you don't have the world world war, or you don't have the earth giant earthquake that that's supposed to you know to get our attention, saying, "Hey, this is it. There is going to be a massive earthquake somewhere before the end of the summer. Uh, probably a few massive earthquakes somewhere before the end of the summer that will get the attention of the world to say, "Hey." We are definitely there and um, do something about it. As far as do something about it means to get saved and get right with God. Okay. Um, What else is happening today, this week, um, effective yesterday, um, May 22nd, the WHO has 194 countries to sign a treaty um, to join, I mean, to so, for instance, the sovereignty of a nation is gone, and they're, they're saying that we can take over your nation, we can take over your country, and you have to do what we say during a nationwide pandemic. And are they going to bring a nationwide pandemic again or a worldwide pandemic again? Yes, they are. They're already working, and you already see monkeypox in the news, even if they don't go with monkeypox and they go with something else. I believe they're going to go with monkeypox. And by this fall, uh, possibly, you would not have freedoms. You see what's happening in China. People are jumping out of their houses because they um, are tired of being in the home. This is the New World Order, folks. This is what the New World Order wants to do to you. They they want to isolate you. They want to put you under in, in concentration camps. They want to kill you with poisons. They want to do all these things to you. And they say, and then um, <clears throat> he says, you in 2030, you will have nothing, and you you will be happy. You'll be you'll love it. You'll love having nothing. And I'm pretty sure the people of this world is going to have something to say about that. But I declare to you that the rapture of the church is on the horizon. It will be this next couple of weeks, next couple of months, or a year. We cannot be going too far. The rapture of the church is now. We're going to go. We're going to hear the people who are ready going to go in, and the door will be shut to those who are not ready. You have to be ready. You have to be ready. You have to be listening to the Holy Spirit. You have to make sure you have the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he will not deny the Holy Spirit from his people. He says, what kind of a man would give his, his kid a fist I mean, a rock if he asks for a fish. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, he will give you the Holy Spirit. But you have to be willing to obey God. You have to be willing to turn from your sins. God will help you turn from your sins. Do not be, do not live the rest of your life in your sins. Come out of this world. Be separate. Come to Jesus while it's still time. God is calling us to a people to himself. In Matthew 22, um, 25, um, it gives a, uh, 
the parable of the ten virgins. Five were wise, five were foolish. Why were they wise? Why were the wise wise? It's because God has given them his translating the word of God. The lamp is the word of God. The lamp is the heart. The lamp is the word of God on the heart. And they, they took their lamps, but they took no action. The foolish virgins took no oil with them. The oil is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to interpret truth. Have you ever listened to someone who says, I have, to, I have my interpretation, you have your interpretation? That's a flat-out lie. If you don't have God's interpretation, I ain't saying y'all have to have my interpretation. Y'all have to have God's interpretation. You don't have to sit up here and agree with me, but you need to pick up your Bible and ask God for his interpretation of the Bible. Because if you don't have God's interpretation of the Bible, you're going to end up in hell. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's also distorted knowledge, Hosea 4, 6. We have to have God's interpretation of the Bible. We can't have our own interpretation. Satan went into the Garden of Eden, and he said to the lady, has God said, has God said, has God said. That's what you hear today. They're saying, God didn't say that. God didn't say this. God wanted you to hear that. He wanted you to be rich. He wants you to have money. That's not what God is saying. God does not want you. You don't have to be rich. Matter of fact, it says the eye. It says it's hard for a rich man to go into the eye of a needle. That's an animal trying to fit through a small hole. You cannot fit through a small hole if you're rich. You have to. I mean, he told the rich man. He said, "Go sell all you have and come follow me." Now, if he's telling rich people to sell all they have, no. But he's telling them, "What is your heart like?" He can use a rich person. They can help fund the gospel, but they have to have the right heart. You can't be sold out to money and sold out to God at the same time. It does not work. God is calling you now to repentance. He's calling you to put his put him first, put his put his life first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And Colossians chapter 3 says, set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. Do not set your affections on things on earth. God is calling us out of this world. The rapture of the church is very soon. Be ready. Keep your lamps lit. The word of God needs to be lit by the Holy Spirit. The Holy, the word of God in you makes you, makes you bright, makes you, makes you the light of the world. If you're carrying the right truth, you are the light of the world. But if you're carrying error, you're not. You're just tingling bells, clunking against metal. You're not. You're not effective. But you can be. You can be effective if you put Jesus first in your life. If you repent of your sins and acknowledge the fact that you have to turn away from your sins, you have to turn away from your sins. There's no way around it. Now, in the next couple of days, we're going to see some things happen in the next couple of months and weeks. Enjoy your summer. It says, just in the days of Noah, man, we're eating and drinking and giving the marriage. So there's gonna, it's going to be a livable summer if they don't have no power outages. You know how painful power outages will be in the middle of the United States? You don't have no air conditioning? You're going to burn up. You're going to burn. It's going to be so hot. And trust me, if they have rolling blackouts, and they're doing it on purpose, they're going to make sure they send up this heart stuff, and they're going to send up chemtrails to make sure it's super hot so you cannot bear it. Don't ask me why they're doing this. 
It has nothing to do with climate change. It makes no sense. They think it does, but it makes no sense. They had this plan a long time ago that they're going to have rolling blackouts. Look what they did to Texas. When they did that to Texas, man, I felt like, and I, me and my wife was looking to move to Texas just a couple of days ago, just a couple of weeks ago. We, we just changed our mind and decided to stay in Washington State. But look what they did to Wash, uh, Texas in, in, in 2019, I think it was. It was completely snowed in. It was a big, giant statewide blizzard, almost frozen. Frozen. The electricity wasn't on. The heat wasn't working. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine that happening to the to the air conditioning instead of the instead of the uh, heat not working, the air conditioning not working in the summertime? That will be terrible. We don't know where these rolling blackouts are going to happen at. We don't know if it's going to happen down south in America. Or we don't know if it's going to happen in the West, where I'm at. We don't know if it's going to happen in the East. It's almost like trivia. Or are they going to do it at all? It might just be huff and puff, getting trying to figure out what people are going to, how people feel about it before they actually do it. But, folks, you do not want to be in the tribulation period. The tribulation period starts this fall. You do not want to be there. There are so many clues. To let you to let you know that things are going to change pretty soon. They're talking about a a worldwide famine, a great famine in, in the fall of this year. They're talking about stock market collapse in the fall of this year, bank bank collapses, World War Three. Matter of fact, like I said before, Biden said that he's going to help. He accidentally said it, and then his then his handlers have to come in and correct him. His handlers came in and corrected him and said, hey, look, well, he, he meant this. He meant that. Yeah, they always do that for him all the time. His handlers come in and say, oh, he didn't mean that. Yes, he did. He probably just jumped the gun. He probably overheard them talking about it and, well, we're going to help China, but let's keep it hush-hush. And then he just comes out and answers the question really quickly. Maybe he feel obligated to answer the question, yes, I'm going to help. We're going to help. Taiwan, or maybe they did it on purpose. A lot of times, when it looks like some uh, 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 official made a mistake, he really didn't make the mistake. He actually came out to make. I, I, I sometimes, I even sometimes think maybe Biden's not even. Maybe maybe he's not. Maybe he doesn't have dementia. Maybe he doesn't forget things. Maybe he's just acting. Maybe he's acting like he's crazy because then he can gain sympathy, and they say, "Oh, that's just Joe." You know, if something happens worldwide and Joe does something stupid, or he says something stupid, oh, that's just Joe. We're gonna, we're gonna, let's just keep doing that. Let's just keep saying, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's crazy. He's got dementia. He's got Alzheimer's. Keep making him look like that so we can gain sympathy. I don't know. It just looks like to me, he makes so many mistakes, and the media just throw it up, brushes it under the. Now, Donald Trump did that kind of stuff. Wow. He needs to be impeached. He needs to be taken out of office. Let Reagan do that. You know, let let Bush do it. Oh, he needs to be. But they, but they, buddy Joe, Joe is invincible because they 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 feel sorry for him. But um, I just I just pray for my fa- our families. I pray for your families. You listen to this program. I pray for my family, God, to just open their eyes. If they're not listening, open their eyes. 
the truth. Help them to see what's going on and, and help them to come to know you, Jesus. Help them to come to be saved before it's too late. It's not, it's, it looks like it's a sunny day. I'm sitting here and it's a beautiful sunny day right now. Some clouds in the sky. It looks, I mean, if you're not, if you're not looking, if you're not looking for Christ's return, you're not going to see it. You can always explain it away. There's always been wars. There's always been crash, bank crash. There's one in 87. There's one in 94. There's one in 2000, 2008, 2015. They, they're going to say that's World War III. There's already, I mean, World War I, World War II. There's always been wars. There's always been famines. There's been famines all around the world. They're going to say there's always been pestilences. And I'm going to tell them, hey, Israel was not a nation until 1948, so you have to count after that. Yeah, you can count those times where there was wars and stuff, but it mostly counts after Israel become a nation. So keep in mind that in order to go in the rapture, you have to believe a rapture. And you have to be, in order to go in the rapture, you have to be prepared for the rapture. And in order to go in the rapture, you must be repentant of your sins and walking with God and putting God first in your life. He's only taking a select few. People say, well, how dare you say he's he's not going to take everyone. Everyone who says you call in the name of the Lord, you will be saved. If you, if you say you're a Christian, you're a Christian. So therefore, he's going to take everyone that says all. Oh, this one guy said, this one pastor he was on a talk show, and he's like, oh, he says, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 51, of course, it's the rapture verse. He says, we all should be changed. See the word all? That, that, that's meaning all Christians will be taken. You're not reading the Bible good. You're not reading um, word upon word, precept upon precept. <laughs> you're not. You're, you're, you're taking one word? I can see you take a few scriptures, but one word? And you're going to define that whole thing? If you read, if you honestly read the Bible, it says Jesus said few will make it. But if you wrongly divide, you say rightly, we must rightly divide the world, but you wrongly divide it, of course you're going to say, you're, going to, you're not going to see that God, is, God says it's hard to get into heaven. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, way to heaven, or he says, he says only few will make it in. So is it going to be billions of people, or does the kids make up, like, a lot of the number that's going to be gone? I think the kids are going to make up a lot of the number. Are we going to barely get to one billion? I mean, are we going to get to maybe 700 million adults and maybe 700 million kids? I mean, what's what's the number? What's What's, what's – I mean, I, I understand that Jesus came to die on the cross, and I understand we are saved by grace through faith, but grace is the power not to sin. Grace is the power to live godly and and not worldly. It, it's the power to put God first in our lives and to, and to, and to be overcomers over our sins. Please, please, please check yourself. 
Examine yourself to make sure you're in the faith. Keep God in front of you. Keep God into your thoughts. Keep God into your life. Keep God, ask God. Talk to him daily. Talk to him all the time. Do not do not believe that if you you can ignore your wife for the whole week or whole month and you're okay. Do not do not think that you can um ignore your kids or ignore your job. You have to you know keep them before you. God must be kept before you. He must be the center of your life, the center of your attention in order for you to make it. And people are gonna think Hey, you know, God God loves me so much and he's he you know, I'm I'm not worthy to go to heaven and I'm not trying, you know, I'm okay, you know, God, you know, and then they ask you why you why do you always talk about Jesus coming back? And they get really upset about it and you know, people get upset upset when you tell them that Christ is returning. I mean, I'm like, why? Why do you not want heaven in, in heaven than in the world down here? And it's not like it's not like okay, Jesus comes back for you for the church. It's not like it's going to be like pretty down here for another hundred years before you know what? What if tribulation period was a hundred years and and all of it, all of it was okay up until the last seven years? Is it really worth staying here? I mean, a hundred years. Oh, I get to use a hundred years. But, you know, I, I'm going to hell after the 100 years. I mean, is it really worth it? 100 years, eternity. 100 years, eternity. You're in hell for eternity. You're not just in hell for 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 a few minutes. I mean, I don't think some people would like to be in hell for 24 hours. You notice some people, they get sentenced and they fight like heck to get out of a three-year sentence. But no one fights like heck to get out of hell because they don't believe God. I don't think they. I don't think we believe God when He says He's going to put people in hell. I don't think the church believes God because you got these men who fight, 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 fight to get off of a, a one year sentence in 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 prison. But when it comes to eternal, this is eternal life, folks. Eternal life. I don't have no theme song on here. I don't think I even have the. Think so. I'm going to go back in. I actually went in my car to finish up this show. I'm going to see if I can walk in here in 90 seconds to put on the theme song for you guys. But, uh, yeah, we are living in the last minutes, and God is going to come back soon to take his church up. I got 60 seconds to make it to play my theme song to get off, get out of here. But God bless you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day, and you guys take care. God bless you, and see you all later. Let's see if I can pick the right theme song.